Didn't break it this time. Hey! <laughs> hey, we're missing the Doom guy up there. I'm working <laughs> on it. Jesus. They, they yell at me as soon as I'm clicking buttons. <laughs> it's cabin fever, man. I've hey, I'm working on it, man. I'm working on it. <laughs> hey, here's your working on it right here. I'll tell you what I'm doing. <laughs> Listen, you ain't my union rep. I don't know what you're talking about. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you gotta go talk to the supervisor. All right. Now I don't Where see you, you here push? with any paperwork or anything that says I gotta do nothing. So get the fuck out. I got Morning, an email Michael. from HR. <laughs> I sent you that email. <laughs> I have that letter. Okay. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is the Game of Letter podcast. I'm I am Lot Teammaker, aka Will McKellar, and joining me at a very safe distance of more than you know two meters away, James Atkinson. Good morning, everybody. And of course, above me. In his uh, cosplay, it is Huggerman. Hey, everybody, Rip and Tear. I, I can confirm, though, you say that's cosplay? No, that's that's Chris Normal. I've this met Chris true. in person. That's what Chris looks like on a regular that's just, day. That is straight up me. <laughs> when Chris goes out in public, he has to cosplay as a human being. <laughs> it's ah. true. <laughs> So you you have to always take it off like a skin, and just put it back on. No, no, I, I put a skin over. Yeah. It's like a mascot <laughs> suit of a regular person. <laughs> you got a big ass mascot suit of yourself with your big, big so huge. Do you, do you not see how big his hair and his beard are? <laughs> social <is> camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> so you can social yeah. distance anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I do have a plague mask five feet away. Less than five feet away. It's actually two feet away. Yes, you do. I have seen you. And an emergency crusading helmet, just in case. I have my emergency iron brew. (laughs) Which is there. For the long run. So, yes, yeah, so good morning, everybody. Uh, well, we have a, a moderate content dump. You know, we, we're, we're still trying to save on bog paper. You know, we, we, we've been eating a bit more healthily. <sighs> been trying to cut some Hold fiber me. out of my diet. <laughs> more the Twinkies, so the sugar just goes right through. <laughs> um <laughs> So, so yeah, we have that content dump coming up for you. We have what we've been playing, shout out and pimping. Yes. So all that good stuff. So we might as well get started. Now, obviously there's doom and gloom in the world. Sorry, there's doom and gloom in the world. Not only for doom eternal, but, you know, the world stuff is still a bit shit. So I tried to look at a couple of really good stories for content dump sure and speaking of eternal it had the series best opening sales weekend now considering it's going up against animal crossing i like it i mean yeah there's like two two wheelhouses here you're either buying Doom or you're buying Animal Crossing. There's no middle ground. <laughs> to play to play devil's advocate here, 
Um, mm-hmm. Doom is available on a lot more platforms than Animal Crossing is. Truth. That being Very said, true. Doom is it's if Bethesda is nothing if very good at hyping shit up. Also true. And <laughs> I mean, Skyrim on what thirty platforms? Yeah, yes, there aren't even thirty game platforms, and they will be selling it on at least two more. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't start making it retroactive and start selling it on the Xbox 360. It's PS5. I bet you it's a launch title for PS5 and Xbox, whatever <laughs> the next one is. Coming launch Skyrim, and I'll be like, oh, but di- but it's backwards. Question: You said St- you said PlayStation Five is going to have backwards compatibility to the top one hundred PlayStation games. Is one of those going to be Skyrim? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you got to get that on the uh, Commodore sixty four. Of course. I mean, but I hey, Doom is Doom is it's it's good to see that a game like that is doing so well. Um, yeah. To be honest, I think Bethesda needed a win, and they'll take it, even though it's an id game. They'll take it as a win. Yeah, but you, know, you heard about what, what happened on the opening day for Doom, right? No. Uh, the DRM was broken. It. And the PC version of it, so it was a lot more easily piratable. Yeah. <laughs> so they broke it themselves. Well, it, <laughs> it just works. I mean, it's in. <laughs> no. I was going to say. People I, are pirating it? Okay. Have fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, they had like t- they had to, like, lock Todd Howard in the basement. It's Todd, yeah. no. Todd, just, just, just <laughs> Todd, the- Todd, please stop. It's Todd, we need you to self-isolate. Why, am I ill? No. Just no, you're just going to try and sell more Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> Skyrim, like <a> Fitbit. I, <laughs> so to move forward, I actually have to move forward. Yes. I was waiting. <clears throat> I was kind of hoping to see a, a, like the Skyrim Doom Marine costume. You know, the the, the, the typical Norn, like, Fustura that you see on every yeah. single cover. I was expecting to have be one of those in there because well, then you have a unicorn costume in there. Of course, that's if you that's if you sub to, that's if you have a Twitch Prime, which you can use to sub to any one of your favorite streamers for free once a month. Ding. <laughs> we are an option, but not the only option. Please consider the people that give you the most joy. Yes, indeed. Does it spark joy? Then sub to them. It's worth it. Now, a question I have for Bionic in the chat who said his daughter's got Animal Crossing early for her birthday is, do you enjoy Animal Crossing? Because we have a Tick Whippy and 10 that will be coming out very soon. I edited it yesterday. About Animal Crossing. I didn't edit it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll release it after the show. I, I mean, I just turned up and just sat there about 10 minutes going, yeah. Because I didn't need to do a thing for this one. I <laughs> I was the one that ran that one. Yeah. And boy, did I say that I dro- did I name drop another game so much? I got really confused. But it was fine. So look out for that. <laughs> after the show, probably about twenty minutes after this show ends, because that's about how long it's going to take me to upload it. Yeah, should be quite quick. So, but hundred thousand people concurrently on steam are playing Doom. 
eternal. Yep. Mm-hmm. The multiplayer is interesting. It looked it. I'm just happy I got the Doot uh, rocket launcher guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they made that a thing. Yeah. They made a lot of memes. I like the entire meme room. A me an entire meme room. Uh yeah, yeah. So um for those who have not played very far, uh you eventually land on basically a little hub zone for mission select. Right. And uh deeper you could go explore the ship that it is. And one of the rooms is basically just a room full of memes. Oh. Is it the nice. Doom Marines personal room? Yeah. Yeah. I, the, me and you shared that video of Mark. Yep. Yes. Uh, there is uh, an homage to uh, Markiplier's dad. One of the books is titled, I believe it's How to like How to Trim Your how Mustache. To trim your mustache. Yeah. How to Trim Your Mustache by Clifton M. Fishbach. And it's the nice. biggest book in the entire room. Yeah. Because I found a couple of um, Easter eggs in Odyssey last week of uh, one of Sam Fisher's goggles, <laughs> and the other is a rabbit. <clears throat> <laughs> Which I thought was quite nice little touches for it. Uh, there is in one of the levels, mm. I won't say the name of the level, I won't say what happens on the level, but you. You go down this like kind of uh very like cinematic hallway with statues on the other side of everything. Yeah. And if you when you're leaving, turn to the right. And there will be a rabbit waiting. Just sitting there. Okay, good look out for that then. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's another tiny, tiny, tiny Easter eggs just in the level. So if you don't, because they have the portrait of him with the rabbit in the in the ship. So I mean, we we could talk about a little bit of what we've been playing because guess what? We have been playing it. Yes, it true. It true. It very true. I'm going to leave most of my comments about it until our large scale completion. Yes. Yeah. It is rare that we play the same game. It's very rare. Especially it's very rare that we all play the same game concurrently. Yeah. Yes. That's the thing. Like like cuz like we'll play Jedi Fallen Order and now I'm playing Fallen Order or there's like I mean we all kind of play games in like different ways, but the fact that we're all playing the same the game at the same time it's like Yeah, we need to talk about this when we're done. There will be a yeah. Doomcast. Yes. <clears throat> Certainly will be. I mean, as I say, I'm only a couple of hours in because it's uh, the Sunday service game. So it will take a little longer. Um, I, I mean, I could say I agree with you, Chris, and what you were saying about the speed and tempo of it last week yeah. when we were off air. Mm. I do agree with that. Um, and yeah, in some bits I, I do actually, I'm going to have to get my head around it again because I think that's why I'm I'm having a little bit of trouble with the, you know, the big cluster fights, the arena fights you get in there yeah that's the second one of those i'm stuck on in mission two mm. because it's just getting you know just move, making sure i'm moving fast enough for enough ammo to kill them all. 
That's it. Literally. It. Yeah. It, it's just, you just, the pace is fast. It's, mm. it's really fast. I was um playing Borderlands 3 yesterday with yeah. a couple of friends. And um, what I was noticing about playing Borderlands 3 is that like, this guy's like, well, wow, you you're moving really fast, aren't you? And I realized I was playing Borderlands Three, like Doom, where I was just charging forward and like just shooting and changing weapons really fast and just meleeing and just running around like a maniac. Yep. I was like, oh my god, I'm just playing playing this like Doom because you know Borderlands, you can kind of stand back a little bit, actually have a firefight at a little bit of a distance. Where like Doom, it's it is perpetual, it is a perpetual motion machine. You you need to move. Yep. If you stand still, you die. You need to constantly mm-hmm. move, and yeah. um. Essentially, I treat it, and this may help you, Will, is kind of the, the samurai uh, fighting method, which is where you get the train of enemies following you, and then you fight them one at a time, and then you just kind yes. of keep them kind of going around you. Uh, and then just don't pick up, if you see a health pickup and you don't need it, don't pick it up because it's not going to help you. Pick it up when you need it. Mm. And the chainsaw is your friend. The chainsaw. chainsaw is like your very best friend. Oh, yeah. yeah when it's up, you the chill. So I think the smartest thing that they did too is that if you're out of ammo and you have the chainsaw at one fuel, it automatically switches you to the chainsaw to use on your next enemy. Yeah. So you don't have to do that. I'm like, that's that's good game design there. The fact that like, because mm-hmm. how quick these fights go, you're constantly trying to adjust. Now, I know I'm not, I'm, I'm not a, I, I equate this almost to kind of like the Dark Souls or Bloodborne issue. Where I don't like challenging thing like challenging fights, but there has yeah. been a few times where I've done an arena fight and then I finally kind of like after one or two deaths I beat it and I'm like that's satisfying the fact that like I finally kind of figured out the rhythm of the fight and then got it to work. Oh yeah, at the higher difficulties the rhythm adjusts like it, it, you need to find the rhythm each fight. It's very interesting. It's paced very well, too. I'll, I'll admit that the, the pacing is done well, where, like, the in-between puzzly bits and stuff kind of brings you down, and then all of a sudden you're at an arena fight again, and all of a sudden it just shoots back up again, and you are, like, rip and tear, 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 rip and tear. Mm-hmm. Wild Rose, good morning. Hello, Wild Rose. Good morning. Welcome, welcome. So, yeah, now, it, there, there is also some good news as well I want to bring. This is the other, other piece that I want to bring. Because there was a mini Nintendo Direct. Oh, yeah, I, saw, I actually watched that. Yeah. Which is nice. That there was, a, there was a, a few bits coming out, like a Burnout is coming to, you know, the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apparently on May 29th, is it? Because I also see that Bioshock will be on there. Yep. XCOM 2. Yes. Borderlands. Not Borderlands 3, 1, but 2 yes. In the, in the <laughs> but that, hey, that's all right. That, that, could, that could happen. And then you've also got things like Saint Row Star Wars Episode 1, uh, The Elder Scroll Blades. Oh dear. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons, which, you know, could be really good because it's uh, more of a dungeon crawl for, for Minecraft. I mean, I am really happy that the Switch is getting all those great PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 games. 
<laughs> it really gives people choice, doesn't it? They prefer Nintendo brand. So. Hey, you want to know what? The more people that can play XCOM 2, I'm fine with. I have gotten way too much um, enjoyment out of those out of that game. I and, need to sit down and play them again. And X- I don't get very far in games often. I have such game ADHD. I do too. XCOM is the only game that I've beaten three times. Like, I have gone through the story three separate times and beaten that game. What the hell? Original, uh, with the first DLC, or the only mm-hmm. DLC, and then third time was because they, they released the Legacy Packs... So I was able to unlock all the stuff through the legacy packs and then play through that with the classic re re-released updated uh XCOM original soundtrack. So they took all the original XCOM, like the 1988 XCOM music, and they re-released it with like a techno 80s synthwave vibe, and it is by far the best <laughs> version of the soundtrack, and I had to replay it again. Extremely modded, of course, to the point where I couldn't stream it because it was taking too much CPU usage. See, I like the fact that Bioshock is getting released as well, because, you know, I played that, what, at least three times, I think? The original, free to completion? I only beat Infinity. Wow. I played the other, I I never played two, and I never touched two. I played one. Hmm. I got to meeting Mr. Ryan and figure out what Jakinly meant. Yeah. Never played two, and then I beat Infinity because I found the Booker DeWitt story interesting. Yeah, that was a that was a mindfuck that game really, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> especially the end <laughs> is like, oh, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, there's as as JT points out, you know. With them coming to things like Switch, and even last week when we were talking about Horizon coming to PC, some people never had the chance to play them. <clears throat> and now is the perfect chance for them. Yeah. So when people, you know, moaning about it, oh, it's not exclusive, it doesn't matter. More people get to play it. More. Bring the people in. Let them enjoy. We're in a I actually, I'm strongly against brand exclusivity. Yes. I'm I'm strongly against brand exclusivity. I'm okay with, I am okay with like timed exclusivity. Like, yeah. Like if you if you told me Last of Us Two was coming out on PlayStation and was going to be exclusive to the PlayStation for a year, or even two years before coming out, I get that because that's a first per it's a first party studio based by PlayStation, and they're releasing it later to to other 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 places for people to play. I get that. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm not okay with, like, we're only going to be here and this is the only place you can get it. And, you know, and once again, like, Horizon Zero Dawn, that coming out, I mean, was it five years now after the fact? Like, why are people bitching about something that's been out for that long? It's like, it's like me, it's like me saying, like, you know, guess what, guys, we're getting X available now. It's like, it's been five years if that if they can get number one if if you're if people are going to be able to play it (laughs) that's great number two if people are going to be it's going to be able to give the company more money to make make better newer games 
even better. That's that's another revenue stream for them. And number three, it's coming out on PC. It's going to look better than it ever did on freaking PlayStation. Yeah, because technology certainly moved faster than that. Do you imagine this thing now with ray tracing and video stuff? I think it's going to look amazing. That game looked great on the PlayStation. Imagine what it looks like on a on a on a system that can actually have the horsepower to do something with it. Three also, remember, old. three years old. Thank you. <laughs> Bioshock. That was that used to be at an exclusive. Yeah, that was a three sixty exclusive. Mm-hmm. I don't see the amount of people complaining about it coming to PlayStation and PC then, did we? I certainly don't remember it. I remember people being excited that it was able to come to PS4. Oh, sorry, PS3. Here's a hot take for everybody. The console wars are fucking dead. (laughs) There is going to be no more war. The reason because if you make it exclusive, Odds are you're not going to get the reach that you're going to need to make it survive. With how big budget games are nowadays, you need the game to be in as many hands of as many people as you can. Yeah. Yeah, Ray Tracing on Horizon Zero. That game is going to look out of this freaking world. Like, I'm just going to sit here and just probably be like, oh my god, I can't. Well, that's my content dump finished with, so I'm going to wipe. Have you guys got any any bits of content to dump on us? Gabe Newell did it. Gabe Newell did an interview with Alex. By the way, Alex looks like a phenomenal VR game, and I'm quoting Gabe Newell here, not about Alex, but about mm. digital online video game sales. Direct right. quote from him. This is kind of in response to a question about the Epic Store. Mm-hmm. He said. Online game store competition is going to do great for the sales in the industry in the long term. It just is going to be a little bit, it's going to suck in the short term. Again, choice. Yes. So Gabe Newell is all about competition. And Gabe Newell, right? Uh Kind of a nice guy. Would we say Gabe is a nice guy in gaming? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I've heard stories about him, like where there was a a worker in 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 Valve whose like wife had cancer, wife had a, a advanced stage of cancer, and he yeah. walked, he came, he found the employee and said, her health care costs are covered. He'll always have a job here. Go home and spend his time for his wife with his wife. You know, we'll cover the health care costs. We'll cover your salary. Go home and spend time with her. Family's more important. We'll see you when things are better. Wow. And just sent him home and paid for the healthcare costs and paid for the salary. His salary. That's a decent thing. You would, you know, you don't get that much. Also, in the interview he had, he was like wearing like a polo shirt, cargo shorts, and flip flops. <laughs> and also, while we're here, let's just. Uh, <laughs> the doom. The dude. <laughs> I thought that was very fitting for the Sunday service, considering I am ordained. I am a priest in the Church of Latter-day Dudes. I'm a dudist. I'm uh, I'm wearing what Kim lovingly calls one of my Dexter murdering shirts. (laughs) Lovely. Oh, Bioshock. I like how we were all talking about Bioshock. I, I think I have that game. Do I own that game? It's sad when you go have to go through your Steam library and be like, "What games do I own?" <laughs> yeah, like that. As far as um, 
Okay. <laughs> I do. I own Bioshock, Bioshock 2, uh, Bioshock Remastered, Bioshock 2 Remastered, and Bioshock Infinite. I, I think I know what's next then after. <laughs> after two. Exactly. Chrono Trigger. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> so that's the content dump then done with. Oh, we, we seem to have dumped so hard that we've lost Chris momentarily. I'm sure he'll be back in a bit. I think he has to go and wipe his content dump. Yep. He's <laughs> a mammoth one for him. So pretty much on to what we've been playing then. Um, so I'll, I'll go first because I can start with a, a lard has been thick moment. Okay. Like or in the, or thick in the will of the or thick? Thick. Utterly thick. Like thick in the thick. head? Okay. Because, you know, there's thick and then damn boy, she thick. Yeah, no, this is thick. This stomach here is thick, right? Okay. <laughs> this is just me being a thicky. So, Orion and the Will of Wisps. Okay, last week I said I got to a certain part, I couldn't get any further because I didn't have the bow and arrow. Yeah, I already had the spear. So, I was getting rather annoyed. And so, because I couldn't work out how to get further, I couldn't, couldn't work out what was going on. So, I restarted, right? Mm-hmm. And I was annoyed with that because I thought, this is, could be a game game ending bug, right? So we got to where the weapon was where we got the, the spear in the first place. It went hold left trigger to bring up the wheel. So I did. And I saw the bow and arrow there at the same time. <laughs> you can swap between the bloody weapons. <laughs> so I went back to original save and carried on. <laughs> Like the same so I did, and I got quite far. Um, I now have to travel to four bits of the of the map to try and pick up uh, these lights because something emotional happened, and I'm not going to spoil it for people who haven't played it yet because just play it. It and it's more will of the wisp. You know, it's more worry. It's it's more cutesy. It's more challenging puzzles. It's more you know, traversal for a world using different skills. I, I like it. I really do like it. It's 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 nice. It's once you get playing it, it's such of an antiphase. You know, it's a lovely distraction. Let's put it that way. Because while well, I try and pronounce the word, um. So there was that. I, I, I did more snooker, as you would have seen as, as I, when you joined us. I did see. I didn't understand, but <laughs> I knew well, you won. <laughs> I won, yes. It's, you know, the game is the game itself is, is simple. You know, you, you, as you see, you get the, the reds and the triangle at the start of the frame, yeah. Like, I understand, like, once again, I've played 8-ball. I understand reds and triangles. Right. And I just assume that, like, it's it's like tennis where like you have to get to a certain break point in points and then you score and then you win the match and then you have to win the best of the first to nine wins yeah in certain lengths of matches so it's basically a case of there's 147 points on the table to begin with yeah the reds cost one yellows are two greens green is three and so on down the line got it for the couple points right now if you score more points than, you know, past a certain limit, 
then they can't come back at you. So the more reds you take away, the less of a chance they can come back if you miss. Right. Yeah, out of 147 points. So let's say you get to 75. There's only 72 left on the table, so they can't win unless they get a snooker, which or a foul happens where like you pop the the white ball. The white ball goes in, as you know from eight ball, it's a foul. Yeah. Scratch. You hit a run. Yeah. If you exactly a scratch, right? If you put a colour in the wrong order, let's say you put a colour at on a when you're supposed to be potting a red, that's a foul. Yeah, so if you hit the hit the wrong ball at the wrong time or you put the wrong ball at the wrong time, it's a foul based on what you hit. Or if you miss completely what you're supposed to hit, again, it's a foul. So you would need to have enough points to be able to win the frame where the per- your opponent goes, yeah, I can't score that much. On we go. That's snooker in a nutshell, right? Not, absolute nutshell. So... So it's well, a mix of like eight ball, nine ball, and tennis. Yeah. Because eight ball makes sense. Nine ball because there's a certain order in the scoring that you have to do. Mm-hmm. And then tennis because it's basically you get to a match point and then once you go beyond that, they can't return. They can't beat it. So then here's a question. Why do you run up the score? Like if there's a certain point total that they can't beat, is it uh, the opponents, the part where they just say, I concede, and let's go to the next frame? Or is it like, yeah. okay. Yeah, it is, it's that point where the, the, the opponent has to concede the frame. Okay. Just to, to carry on. And uh, the more you do that in, in as little visits to the table as possible, makes it better for you to win the game, makes it easier for you to win the game. Like, for example, the last frame I was doing in the final yesterday, where I got the century break. I was trying to do that in one visit. If you can do something like that in one visit, done. Makes it easier. Makes it a lot better. Whereas a tactical frame where you're doing safety shots and, you know, little small scores, it makes it much harder for you to potentially win if your opponent puts you in a cracking snooker. Yeah. I, it makes sense. I'm, I'm used to playing doubles eight ball and I'm, I'm usually the defensive player. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, defensive players are, you know, they have their place in it. There's a, a, a guy called Steve Davis, a six-time world champion. He he was very good at the defensive side of it. So there is still that, you know, there is that in, in play. You can do that to great effect. But if you can score heavily in as little visits as possible, brilliant. Best way, I feel doing it so i was in the final uh the first session of final was yesterday afternoon and it was going well until i was interrupted um now with someone who has epilepsy learning difficulties because of the epilepsy and uh medical parts of their brain they can look at things different to us and so that's what happened we got a a letter in from our council the landlords of the house yeah and it was looked at wrong so mum panicked a little bit came upstairs told the stairs letter in so it's it, it 
kind of set my anxiety off a little bit and that affected my play which in turn made the game a bit more tense because after the first session it was five free so then i had to come back out in the after in the afternoon once i found out or sorry the evening when i found out that everything was fine it was just looked at wrong goods and then blitzed it which is nice so on to the next tournament next week uh we played some more pogey word with the other day because um Splinter Cell wasn't working in terms of streaming. So I had problems there, which hopefully we sorted out today, which I'll have to do a test for. Um, we played some more Rocket League with Robin and J Dub, as well as some tricky towers. Played a shit ton of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where I uh killed a guy called Demunga who had sex dungeons. Because I turned up in the sex dungeon during one of the uh the, the mission parts before i i finished them and i'm looking around the place and looking at it going this, this looks like where he hangs armor because i see boobs there and i see you know a, a torso there, a male torso there and i see he has there and then robin looks at him and went wait that they, they look like boobs and it didn't click in my head until he started talking about what he wanted to do it's like Oh, okay. We we were in, we were in a dungeon then, bit. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Say no more. Yeah, just carried on, you know. So should have remembered, realized, fucking ancient Greece, isn't it? Fucking ancient Greece. But but Bionic, I also at the same time because you know people take the piss out of her with the sex dungeons, which reminds me and leads me to the final bit. The final bit. Um. Lou Brush, a member of Steve Neal's community and a friend, was streaming earlier in the week, and she does a voice called Poppy, who, for people in the UK, there was a a, a kids' TV show called Play Days. Probably knows Play Bus. There were a cat in there, which had a, um, a Liverpudlian accent, and she she does it brilliantly. So I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm talking to Robin, and I'm just, I just had this urge it, well, it wasn't me. It was the trader had this urge to actually speak to Poppy. So I kind of invaded her chat and her stream. I just did a, a, uh, a Discord for about five, ten minutes with the trader and Poppy just chattering away. It was brilliant. So that's all I've been doing this week. What are you doing? Me? Uh, mm-hmm. Football manager. Uh, <laughs> besides which I won't go into because <laughs> you can watch that on youtube.com slash tidwippies. Just, it's there. There's there's some interesting stuff. The only thing I will say is that we're at the, uh, we're at the point now where I have enough of a reputation and uh, money in the club where I can start signing all the South American Wonder Kids. So, good on us. Uh, there's there's about eight episodes waiting to be edited on my computer, so I've got to I've got to get on get on that today or tomorrow, whichever one. Uh, I played Borderlands three because, to be honest, I just wanted to play Borderlands three, and there's some other people that I know from that my from Destiny who are playing it. So I just jumped on it last night just to kind of start messing around. And the next thing I know, I have three other people in the game with me like, hey, let's just have fun and blow stuff up. And I'm like, okay. Um, 
Yes, you do. I got a uh, I got a legendary weapon, which is by far my most favorite legendary weapon. It's called the Scorching Hellraiser. It is right. a double-barreled shotgun. It looks very familiar to a certain shotgun from another certain game. Doom. And whenever you take it out or fire with it, it does a like a, a heavy metal guitar riff. It's like dun dun, like the opening to Rip and Tear. <laughs> I'm just like, yes. It's not good for me anymore, but I, I've just been holding on to it because you can obviously hang weapons in mm. your uh, starship. So I'm like, I have to hold on to this because this is the Doom Marine shotgun. Um, <clears throat> but just some ridiculous weapon legendaries because when you play with four people, the loot drop just goes that much higher. So we we're like, every boss we we're killing was at least one or two legendary drops. We're level wow. ten. Not even out of, the, out of the starting area for the planet, so it was a good time. We played for about an hour and a half. Just like once again, it's like, oh my god, I can actually talk to people in my little social isolation bubble. The um, internet is so useful at the moment, isn't it? We'd be utterly fucked if this was a pandemic in dis the eighties. Discord, man, Discord. It is. It is a great time. It's also why we're pushing out as much content as we can for you guys, uh, because it's a lot for you guys to watch if you want to. We're just mm. throwing shit out there. Uh, besides, well, from, like me, yeah, if you'll be stuck in your house for twelve weeks as a minimum, you'll need content to pass the time. But you won't be talking to your prime minister anytime soon. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, not a shot. So, but I've also downloaded two games. One of which I may stream. Uh, everybody heard of City Skylines? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Robin was on about doing that today because she she saw it was free on Epic Store. Okay, it's free on Epic Game Store. I own it on Steam with all the DLC. The $115 of DLC. I have all of it. Because par remember, Paradox game. And if Paradox knows how to do something, if they know how to do DLC. Um. So this, what I like about this game it's literally just a city builder. That's all you do. You just, it's, it, it is it is a probably the best one of the best city builders out there. Um, so it's just kind of something to play and chill with. It's just like because it has nice calming music. You just sit around there and like build a build a working city, and that's about it. So for me, it'd be something just to do to just be like. I'm doing this because it's nice. You can chill out. It's something you can chill out and talk to chat with while you're doing it. And it just has nice calming music. So it's almost kind of like the James ASMR City Builder stream is how I would play it. <laughs> Hi. Because in these I times of high of, of high of high pressure and intense in you know intense stuff. What's nice, but just like listening to like happy little dings and stuff like that. So it's like it's our version of Bob Ross. Instead of painting little happy little mountains, we're gonna paint happy little residential zones right here. Maybe put a tree here and a park there, and we're gonna have to add another tree next to one because every tree needs a friend. <laughs> I'm also gonna put a happy little Nando's right here, just in case you want some little. They have a European buildings section, where like you can basically tell it to be like. Okay, like European and and will mm. you can choose between left and right hand drive. There is this game is like at that level where you can be like, 
I have left hand drive, and then I'm yeah. going to do an entire European setting. Or I'm going to do right hand drive and do it as an entire American looking thing. So it's like Nando's. Oh, nice. Tesco. Oh, wonderful. Or Stop and Shop. <laughs> I like it. I like that idea. And so, yeah, so they kind of get like those old, like, and it's just crazy because I haven't played this game since probably a year after launch. Yeah. And there's been a ton of DLCs. And I picked them all up. And the reason why I picked them all up is because they just had a new DLC drop where they've added like a fishing industry into the game. But all the other, so like, you know, the new one at DLC is $8.99. But they dropped right. all the other DLCs to 50% off. Minimum. So I thought it was a good time to pick up all the ones I didn't have, which was a lot. Right. So that's my thought, maybe doing an ASMR chill City Skyline stream. That might be what, might might be something for the people to, you know, join in and just distract for a couple of hours, you know. And give me it's, something it's, that I can throw on YouTube and not edit. Because that one is just not going to be a... I'm not cutting that one up. It's just going to be one straight, just... There it is. Watch it if you want. I mean, I have also forgotten um, a couple of bits. Um, I played Diablo 3 last night. Wow. With, with Rob, you know, Gina, and the enthusiastic beard himself, Steve. It's, you know, you, you just... I loaded up as a barbarian because that's the first time I've actually been a melee class, it seemed, in Diablo 3. And we just went and just hit things. Yeah. What do you want? I think you're going to see a big comeback of these kind of games with people isolating and wanting to get together and play. Yeah. This, this, I mean, we've got to try and do... Let's, let's try and get some positives out of this whole thing. And... You know, talking to people every day. Just even if you go up to someone on on Twitter and say hello, because it, it it shows someone that someone's thinking about. And I think that's what we need in anything right now, at the moment. You know, because yes, people are getting fined and arrested for breaking quarantine, lockdown, and that's fair if they're doing it not to help people. But to be dicks, you know, just to hang around and flaunt it and say, you're not taking away my freedom. Not taking away freedom. They're putting us in a position of safety. Yeah. Difference. Get with the program. Yeah. Good. So. Because. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Oh, because I was, I was just going to say, because there are um, people out there who are helping others you know they're the ones that are going out and getting supplies for vulnerable people out there and they need to be kept as safe as possible as well because while they're doing a fantastic thing for people like me they're putting themselves in harm's way and so they need protection as well from idiots and uh, so I, I can't disagree with the fines that are happening for people that are just flaunting it so I did. You were going to say. I was going. To, oh yeah. What I was going to say is, if you have, and I know we joke about this, and we joked about it earlier on, in the show. But this is kind of a serious, a little bit me turning it into something serious. If you've got Twitch Prime, if you've got some bits, if you have the means, only if you have the means, because it's also a time of financial stress for a lot of people. And I cannot be more serious about this. If you have the means to donate to either a streamer that you know is giving content 
to a streamer who's doing a charity cause to help out any one of these funds that have been set up for that or a patreon for a youtuber because we as much as as much as we're focusing in on this a lot of these content creators are now creating as much content as they normally have or are going out of their way to make more now there's obviously financial gains for ad revenue for them based on that but at the same time a lot of them are doing this because they realize that they're in a position where they're giving community solace because a lot of more people are home and they're looking for something to do. There's no sports on TV. So uh, there's a ton of people who like me, who I would be watching the Premier League. It's not on. Just can't watch it. Baseball's opening day was on Friday. It's not on. There's, there's no sports that I care to watch. So I've gone to streamers and I've gone and I've tried to chip in a little bit because I have the means to do so because... We for as much as we're focusing on, <laughs> don't Michael Patterson. Thank you. As much as we wanted to talk about that, one thing we forget a little bit is that not the roughly about this time last year we were talking about streamer burnout and content creator burnout, and now these guys are going into overdrive to create more content, and that's a thing. We look at and I don't I know he's a polarizing figure. We look at PewDiePie took a month off, came back started creating videos and he said I'm going to take Wednesday and Thursdays off to to do that for my own mental for his own mental health everybody was like fine great we're just happy that you're making videos again he has switched over to making not only making a video every day but in some cases doing two to three videos a day and releasing them now there's financial incentive for him to do that, obviously, because he gets ad revenue and there's more people home to watch it. But at the same time, he's pushing out content. He's get they're give they're you know these people are giving us a means to distract ourselves and do something else and just be entertained and not have to worry about this kind of stuff. And that's important. So if you have the means. Only if you have the means. I cannot stress this enough. Because this is... And and I'm going to go out and say this. If you don't have the means, and you've been supporting us, stop. Don't. Take that money, yeah. save it, do something else with it. Do not support this channel if that's the case. We don't want it. We appreciate it, but it, it, it it's, it's weird to say, but we don't want it. We want you to focus on yourselves and your families first. That is most important. If it comes between anything else that you can support with and like feeding or getting toilet paper, or getting necessities, do that. We really mean that. Do that. St don't don't support us. We don't want it. We do this because we enjoy this. This is fun for us. I We would do this if it wasn't for Michael Patterson's five bits. We would do this. We've done this with nobody here because yeah. it was fun. And we do this to get, keep people entertained. So. If you have means, help out where you can. If you if you don't want to if you don't want to help out streamers or do something like that, donate to a local food bank. You know, if you if you're not immunocompromised and you can, and you have elderly neighbors and you can go out and get them groceries as part of like helping out, do that. That is another great way to do it. If you don't have the the means to do it yourself or financially, but you can help out people and local people in your community do that if you can that those are better things to do there are ways to help in this thing this ways and other ways so yeah, because 
I mean, I can say firsthand, being a part of that high-risk group, we feel helpless. You know, we we feel. I mean, I can certainly say from my point of view, it gets you down, but you you feel like you can't do anything to help. But in saying that, I can do something to help. This. You know, I the podcast. If it helps put some a smile on someone's face, then that is me helping. Because it's a distraction. It's making you laugh. It's making you go, ah. You know. So there are other ways we can we can do it. Yes, but there, there are tons of ways for you guys to do it too. Not just us, but everybody can do their part. And it, and if. And if you can't do any of those other things, there is one thing you can definitely do. And I think, Will, you'll agree with this. Stay home. (laughs) That is the best. (laughs) If you can't do anything else, stay home. Because staying home means you're not out there. And you you don't have a chance of getting it. But you're also, if you do have it, you don't have a chance of giving it to anybody else. Because guess what? We care about you as much as we do everybody else. So as we don't want you, we don't want you guys feeling ill. No, it, it so sucks. Stay home and play video games. You all have backlogs. I know you do. God, I know you do. I look at mine every day and go, I need to play some of these. And then I look at Steam, and go, oh, fucking, <laughs> fucking Octopod Travelers on sale, fifty percent off. Hmm. Hmm. I'm having to add to my backlog of games for shit games for. Or Sunday's time for the 12 hours for Crohn's and Colitis. Checking this plug. Is it bad that I just want you to play Conker's Bad Fur Day? Because I figured that's just like right in that wheelhouse. Just. I have it. It's on rare replay. I have it. I know know it is. And I know you have it. So. Because I'm looking at it, why the fuck do I go on this next? So, yeah, so please, you know. Take care of yourselves. Then, if you can, help. Ha- help. Yeah. That's all we ask. So that leads me on to I shout mean, outs. And that kind of was shout outs and plugging a little bit there too. Yeah. Because I can I can say along that lines. First of all, I would like to give a shout out and a huge thank you to Gina the Shore, who we have had on the show, who is a good friend of mine. Who, as I say, because she's such a good friend, she can remember to me um, for being incredible and actually doing this stuff to help us out because I can't. Uh, I also want to thank out my brother um, because, again, getting me to the hospital for the, the thing that I can't afford, and that's the infusions every every two months. They did offer me uh, this week to have home injections where I would inject it into my stomach. And I just went, no, 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 thank you, no, no. And they went, yeah, that's fine. We know we, we understand people can't do that. And that's, and again, so I also want to thank the NHS staff because, yes, there was a clap thing happening uh, on on Friday, sorry, Thursday night. Which which I forgot about until I was putting the bins out and I heard everyone clapping and I went, hang on, this thing for me. Oh shit, it's the NHS thing. <laughs> um, 
which is great and everything, but the NHS staff are fucking heroes at the moment. Because not only did they move the, the ward where I was, away from the main building, so I didn't have to go through the main area, so the less people I saw, the better. That sort of thing, they're maybe permanently moving it there, so we're out of harm's way, which... You know, you can't thank them enough for going through what is at times a thankless job. So that's, you know, them and you guys in chat, you guys in chat who are going to streams, coming into my stream, chatting with me, keeping me going as well. Because there's only so many times I can look at a chat and go, so what have you been playing? And there's no response. <laughs> you know, especially now we're being stuck in. There was not sort of a case of, so what have you been doing then this week? Uh, I stayed in. You know, there's only so much of that you can do before you have to start thinking of other stuff. So the much bollocks that you can talk to me and help me out as well is an amazing thing. And so we thank you, chat, as well for being here because it makes it much better, the interaction. So that's my uh, shout-outs. You got any? No. <laughs> Now, if I've talked about it last time, I'll put since we're in, I've I've created this monster of pitches. Um, for those of you who do watch it, and those of you who have been watching it, thank you for going to the YouTube channel. I haven't been streaming mainly because I've been focusing on content on that, and I do know people. Some people watch it. I do know that there's a couple of series. Will just completed Spec Ops: The Line, which is on there now. I have Half-Life 2 that I'm wrapping up on there. Um, football Managers is pretty much exclusively on there. For those of you who want to watch the Football Manager series, um, we're doing its playthrough of Jedi's Fallen Order. I haven't figured... There's Doom videos being released on there too. It's pretty much where we've been dumping content. And we always kind of left it as like, oh yeah, it's the YouTube channel. It's where we just dump everything. But it's not that we're I'm making a point to try and push it and make it a thing. But for me, it's been easier to do that kind of content than to stream. And I feel that I make a I make a better quality product and a better quality video. Either when I'm bouncing off somebody, much like this podcast, or if I'm if really a lot of a lot of the videos that I do, besides some besides some Tickwhoopies FC, don't talk in because. Doom, I don't think you need my running commentary while I'm sitting there trying to murder demons. Just not something you need. Jedi Fallen Order, I don't think you need my running commentary. I think the, ge the I let the game speak for itself. And if you want my opinions on it, come to the podcast. Because I'll obviously give it to you. Or message us in the Discord or on Twitter. I'll absolutely give you my opinion on shit. I have no problem doing that. Or if you want, you know, someone swearing because they can't get do a bit on uh, on Doom, then watch me on a Sunday on the Twitch. You'll see the, the videos that we go side by side with uh, on the YouTube channel because you know what you have a choice of non-commentary commentary, or if you if we raise eight hundred pounds for Crohn's and Colitis, which I have hit two hundred pounds of, so my target is done unless I can get on there and change it. I will be doing a special commentary on the video, on one of the Doom videos that James has done as a Yorkshire trader. 
so as we'll probably call him the Yorkshire Doom guy. I mean, I have it's 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 almost feels like you're ready to do a Freeman's mind. Does anybody anybody remember those those YouTube videos? Uh, never you've never seen those ones. Please refresh my memory. I have okay a classic series of both Half Life, Half Life Two. Once again, very relevant nowadays considering Alex came out. Half Life and Half Life Two. There's a guy who's called Gordon Freeman's mind. It's the name of the YouTube channel. Where he right. he did a let's play of the right. entire Half Life series as Gordon Freeman's internal monologue. So it's like what's going through Freeman's head as he's doing this. So he's just like yeah. just another day where oh my god, what the hell is that? God die die die! And he hits the head crab for the first time. <laughs> is dead. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh god, this is bad. It's just literally a running commentary the entire time of like Freeman just like freaking out, then like kind of like going through the stage like, okay, I have to accept this, and then just like, you know what, fuck this. Like just like it's it's I can't I can't recommend it enough. Um Freeman's mind. <laughs> there there's there's just so much goodness. I'm gonna Post the link. Yeah, here it is. So uh, we can try and make that happen. Yep. So it has um, <laughs> Freeman's mind is uh, this. I think this is just. Yep. It's the the entire series. So Half Life and then Half Life Two. It is, uh, eighty seven videos, and to give you an idea of what the playlist has done, the playlist mm -hmm. has done over um. 22 million views. That's it. Wow. It's 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 very like early YouTube. But you can see the quality just gets better and better as it comes on. But uh if you so if you want something to entertain yourself, these are very good. Also, like six to seven minutes long. So they're not very long. So there you go. That's that is a pimp and a shout out. Uh Freeman's mind. Well, I guess we're done. I guess we are. Does anybody else have anything? Oh, next week, uh UK viewers, uh, we'll be back to the same time of quarter past three starting because the clocks go for tonight. Gotta remember that. Okay, so so daylight yes. savings. So I have to not readjust my brain anymore. No. <laughs> no. You're back to five hours. Back to five. This. Yeah. It's Next easy week. when it's five, but then like now it's like four and I was like, because Kim was asking me, there was like a, a, yesterday was the anniversary of Doctor Who's re-release and they were doing like a special thing with Russell T. Davies and all this stuff. And they were watching like the video and they're like live tweeting and stuff. And Kim's like, so how much of a time difference there is right now? I'm like, there's four hours. She's like, how do you know this? I'm like, Will? <laughs> yeah. If a friend who lives <laughs> in England, I have to pay attention to the time difference. <laughs> oh, there was one thing I forgot. Um, I'm not sure. Did you watch this last weekend? Because um, Formula One isn't on. Um, they have been doing virtual Jeep Grand Prix. 
Jimmy there was the Jimmy Broadbent stuff, yes. Um, so the it's officially endorsed by Formula One. They were doing the virtual Brown Grand Prix, and Jimmy Broadbent was part of it. And he started at the back with Lando Norris because him and Lando Norris, the technical issues that they mentioned on Sky Sports was the, the game crashed and they were waiting to get back in. That's it. That That's the technical issues. The game crashed during qualifying. They couldn't get back in. So Jimmy Broadband, uh, Broadband, Broadband, Broadband. YouTube channel in the chat. <laughs> I put it in there. <laughs> Starts in the back had one of the races of his career as a sim racer during that and at the end of the final lap having the ding dong battle with Lando Norris brilliant stuff if you are a sim racing fan please go follow Jimmy Bent he, he's, a, he's a good bloke he's top bloke he does commentary on the English team for the Gran Turismo World Tour He's yeah. That's he, my shout out. Um, I I followed him because YouTube recommended me watching his minty percent speed run of uh, Euro Truck Simulator, and to be honest, like esports is one of the few sports you can watch right now. So do that. Good good bloke. We like him. Absolutely like him. And he's just a genuinely nice guy. And he pretty much is streaming every day at this point because he keeps getting brought into all of these Grand Prix. <laughs> And he's just sitting there just like, I don't know how I'm involved in any of this. Like a 30-car field. And he's just like, I don't know why I'm here. Because like they've got like La the Lando Norrises. They've got the Max Verstappens of the world. And he's just like, I'm just some dude in a shed in like, Yorkshire. Okay. For fucking kids getting yeeted at the start of it. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so not for him, it's an easy game. Yeah. So and he got me to buy uh, Bean MG, which I want to try streaming at some point. It is a very, very, very silly physics-based um, sim racer or sim game. Yeah, I'm gonna hate it, but it's gonna be a laugh. So that's me done. Are we done? I think we are. Let me just get uh before we really do get out. Okay, that's just something else running in the nineties. There we go. Alright. You're gonna Will's gonna get this. I don't know if the rest of you will, but Will will get this. That's probably gonna end the show. Chat, you were absolutely lovely. We appreciate you being here. It was a ton of fun. I think this is one of the more fun ones we've had in a while. Uh oh <laughs> we're gonna go raid Dougie. Dougie's playing Resident Evil 3. Oh, time to shit Dougie up, do-da, do-da. Time to shit Dougie up, so he needs new pants. <laughs> this is what we do. The fucking Dougie, get a freaking shorter name. Please, dear God. <laughs> every single goddamn time. I mean, I complain about it every time. So. The Reverse Pro Gamer. We're going to go raid him and just freak him out. Raid... The reverse pro gamer. Boop. There we go. So let's all freak Dougie out because that's what we're good for. Guys, it's been a ton for ton of fun. We'll talk to y'all later. Gonna press that raid button now, so go say hi to Dougie. Don't try and scare him too much.